Oh my goodness, what a morning. Good morning to you guys, everybody out there and listening to Off the Shelf and Blog Talk Radio Land and over there at Blake Radio where we also air here at Blog Talk Radio and Blake Radio. So good Saturday morning to you. Happy January the 14th. And for those tuning in for the first time, I always like to introduce myself and the show. So welcome to Blog Talk Radio off the shelf for the day, January the 14th. And I can't thank you enough for being here with us this morning. But I was tuning in for the first time. And I know we have so many faithful, loyal listeners. And I thank you, thank you, thank you. But to those, it's your first time tuning in to Off the Shelf. I want to introduce myself. I'm your host, Denise Turney, coming to you live, as I always say, from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I encourage you not to let another day pass before you pick up a copy of Long Walk Up. You will love this book. It is a powerfully moving, inspirational book about a little girl who's orphaned in Africa after her mother passes. She has a miraculous, miraculous destiny. Uh, and so I encourage you to get that book. You will be inspired as you live your own life and go toward your own dreams as you learn about Mulliken's journey. And you can get a copy of Long Walk Up today by visiting com, or you can get a copy of Long Walk Up at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, any bookstore online or offline. If you don't see it in the store, just ask the clerk for it. And they can order it for you because it's carried by the largest book distributors in the world. And I want to let you guys know to keep a lookout for my new book, Love Pour Over Me, which will be out in just a few more weeks. And I'll definitely let you know once it hits the market. And now let us go and meet our very special off-the-shelf guest. I'm excited to have her back. She was on here before. When she had her book, There Is More Inside, that came out. And, and, and I read the book, and I, and I so enjoyed it. And she has a beautiful, beautiful spirit. She's a motivational speaker, an educator. She, she's traveled. She's appeared on television. She's in, in newspapers, magazines. She has a wonderful, wonderful blog. And who is she? Our special guest today is S. Renee Smith. She's also an image consultant. In addition to being being a motivational speaker and an educator, she's also an image consultant and an author. And she works with colleges, corporations, entrepreneurs, and anybody who who wants to be motivated and guided toward the fulfillment of their dreams. She's the author of the books, as I previously mentioned, There Is More Inside. And her new book is, the Bridge to Your Brand. She has appeared on the Dan Gaffney Show, Financial Breeze, The Talk of Connecticut, and she's also been in periodicals like OK Magazine, Marketing Daily, and Christian Recorder. And S. Renee Smith would absolutely love it if you visit her online at www.srenee, spelled like it sounds, S-R-E-N-E-E. Again, that's S R E. N-E-E dot com. You can go over to her website and check and read excerpts from her books, check out her blogs and get in more information about her. She has a wonderful clip up at her website, by the way. You can do that while you're listening to the interview so you can learn even more about her. Welcome to Off the Shelf, S. Renee. It's good to be here, and congratulations on all the things that you're doing, my friend. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I get your... Um, I think it's your newsletter, and I love how you, uh-huh. you're 
the the way you your your voice and your style and your newsletter it sounds very conversational and I love getting getting your newsletters and uh, I, seeing the different things that keep coming up when you send out your newsletter you're like oh, I'll be at this I'll be on this television show I'm going to be here or there so I was always happy to see you continuing to move forward uh congratulations to you on your new book because it was just last year, I think, it's, for some reason it seems like that There Is More Inside came out, or maybe it was a year ago, but you've already come out with a new book, The Bridge to Your Brand. So congratulations to you on that. Thank and, you. And before, before we talk about The Bridge to Your Brand, mm-hmm. and I mentioned this to our off-the-shelf listeners, and that's why I encourage them to go again to srenee.com and, and, and check out your website during this interview, I want to talk about a video on the main page of your website. Okay. And in the video, in the video, you ask audience members. You, you, it's a video of you doing one of your um, educational, motivational uh, uh, presentations. And in the video, you're asking the audience members, like you're saying, how many of you would pay money for what is inside this bag? And you hold up a bag. And I think one person raised their hand, and everybody's laughing because you put humor into your presentation. And I wanted to ask you, now here's a bag. For our listeners, mm-hmm. you'd have to go over to see the videotape to fully understand what I'm saying. But you've got a bag, and it's closed. And you just ask people, how many of you would pay money for what's in this bag? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, how often do you see companies and entrepreneurs and authors Marketing and promoting their services, whether it's through email or uh, uh, um, it could be on the radio, television, probably not so much. So I think they would be more clear about it. But what they're trying to market their products and services, and they put all this money into it. They think mm-hmm. they've they've hit the button on the head, but they haven't given people a clear idea about what they will actually gain. If they make the purchase, how often that that example was so good with the closed bag? <laughs> you think no one it? How many of you would pay money for this? How often do you see businesses and entrepreneurs doing that? Often. Wow. Often. Often. Um, because we think that we have something wonderful to offer people. Yes. And most often we do. We have gifts and talents and skills, and through those gifts, talents, and skills, we create product and services that answer um, or is the answer slash solution for a problem. But we don't always help people to understand the value in their life. And so often, and and I will share with you, sometimes it's very difficult for us to see it from that perspective. That's why it's important to have a coach um, that can help you see your own value because it's valuable. Obviously, you know it's valuable because you created it, but you may not necessarily understand the value of it to someone else from their perspective. Ah, Yes. So, um, and and to your point, the gentleman in the audience, I guess there were maybe 300 people in the audience, he said, um, he said he would buy it. He would buy the product in the bag. And then I said, I asked the question, how much would you pay for the product in the bag? And he said, a cent or two. And a a so, what? One cent? Right, a cent or two, like oh, one okay. penny or two pennies. <laughs> okay, okay. And 
So sometimes people can see your value, but they don't see the magnitude of your value. And so you may be leaving dollars on the table because people, you haven't been able to thoroughly explain and show people your value because it's still in the bag. And that doesn't mean that the value is any less valuable. It simply means that it's less value to the person who you're trying to reach. Wow. So so you, you that's a, that's one way. If somebody said, "Well, I don't want to work with a coach," then what 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 could they do? Start surveying people like uh with the the movie industry, they mm-hmm. do um the screenings where you bring people in, you could either give them free samples of your product and then mm-hmm. just listen to their feedback. And then that's one way you could see, okay, this is what they see valuable in mm-hmm. in my product. This is what I keep hearing from people who either read your book. This is what they keep saying, uh, to, or what, they use your product. They keep saying that it 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 it, it saves me time. It um, it motivated me. Uh, I, I found mm-hmm. it very. I felt very relaxed after I started using your product. And then mm-hmm. you know that those are some of the benefits. That's one way you could also find out uh, what some of the benefits in your for your product is. Absolutely, Denise. One of the things, though, that I share with people is that um, many of us don't have the budget of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, because of that, if you build the building but nobody comes in, or you invite them in for free and they say, mm, "Don't like the building," you have an empty building. Right. And so sometimes it's important that before you actually begin to build the product or present yourself, is that you really have a, a firm grasp on who you are. Number one what value you bring, where your audience is, what their needs are, and specifically what solution you provide for them and what problem they have and what solution you provide. And there are ways you can go about doing it. To your point, you can test the market, especially because oftentimes we're doing – first of all, you have to find your market. Who is your market? Where Mm -hmm. is your market at? And I think with social networking, it opens up a whole new world – for us in terms of how we are able to connect with the market and get feedback from them prior to actually doing the work. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll give you an, an example, and you may have been a part of this. You talked about my, my newsletter going out, and mm-hmm. um, it's sort of funny because um, I wanted I have a newsletter written to go out with including me being on this show. Um, but in that newsletter, it was um, – it talks about the announcement of this new website that I have. And one of the things that I did prior to creating the website is I asked my market, what am I doing right and what am I doing wrong? Ah. And one of the things that they told me was, you're not using technology to your advantage. Okay. They told yeah, um, they wanted to see, they wanted to hear, they wanted to hear from me more frequently something hmm. that I'm always like, oh, God, I, yes. you know, I was sending them once a week. I was like, isn't that enough? <laughs> wow. Um, they wanted to hear from me more frequently. They wanted audio recordings. They wanted even something daily. They even talked about even if I could just get a motivational estrone shot daily, you know, just, you know, they talked about apps on the phone. So, you know, my market is a very sophisticated market. Okay. Um, 
And how did I know that? Because they're telling me I like to use my phone, technology savvy. That tells me a lot about them. I mean, as you know, I've traveled a lot, and I have Mm -hmm. people, everyone from South Africa to California to the East Coast, New York, et cetera. And so, you know, when I go places, you know, there are many people in the room from different social, economic, racial backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So I don't know everybody and understand the needs of everybody. So when I did the survey, it was just interesting to know the sophistication of the, of that of that market and what mm-hmm. they're really looking for. Wow. Your surveys are, are really very revealing. And you, 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 you made a point earlier where we, and this, I was just on a LinkedIn group where a question that came across the group was, how come agents turn down good books? Well, they're looking for something other than what you've given. And, mm-hmm. again, as the person who is creating the product or the service, we see a benefit in it. But we may not see the same benefit that the consumer sees. So you, we have to find out what is it that the consumer wants, and what do they, what value do they think they get from this product? Uh, and that's how we can increase it. But oddly enough, I was do, re- researching for an article, and one of the uh, and I want to think it was on She Economy. One of the quotes, one of the one of the survey responses, were you know women are like the largest buying. Part of the part part of the buying market, um, mm-hmm. a lot of women said that retailers don't understand them. Yet, we buy tons of products. Right, <laughs> sort of a, a conflicting uh, a, a statement. But but I want to move on. I wanted to say I love that. I, again, I encourage our listeners to go to srenee.com. I love the example that you shared at your website. And I think it might have been later on in the video that you have up at your main page. And you share this example of being in a box, mm-hmm. alone with your own thoughts and not connecting to others. Your imagery, the examples you use, are are just spot on. What What is the cost as a business person? I mean, as an individual, we, the cost is probably significantly Mm-hmm. High, but what's the cost of remaining separate from others as an entrepreneur? Oh wow, wow, wow! Well, I guess you talk about imagery, and the first thing that came to mind with that question: Have you ever seen a tree that has beautiful leaves and branches around, and it's growing and it's flourishing, and you know the leaves aren't fighting among themselves, they're all in sync, growing in their own direction, but yet when you look at it, you never see itself separate. But then you look at the ground and there's one little piece that has fallen off by itself. Mm -hmm. And you have to ask yourself what happens to that one little piece of the branch that fell off and is now on the ground. Wow, yeah. Yeah. And if you think about that, somebody will come along and kick it. Yeah. Somebody will come along and pick it up and put it in the trash. It'll blow away. You don't know mm-hmm. where it'll end up, but it will be separate from the whole. Right. And that's what happens. That is the risk is that you can die. 
you can be separated from the whole, and we are all interconnected. And when you, and it, you hinder yourself from growing because once it's detached, it doesn't reattach itself. It yeah. just dies. It just eventually withers away. And so we have to remain attached. Certainly we can always get reattached because we're, you know, that's the grace and mercy exactly. in our lives. Right. So thank, thank God for that. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, yes. Mm-hmm. You know so... The, the illustration was just an illustration. You don't have to go off and, like, say, oh, God, I'm never going to be a reattached. Oh, right, yeah. no, no. <laughs> so, but um, the point that I wanted to make is simply that when that happens, when you see that, you have to realize that that piece of, piece of the branch will eventually die and wither away, and that's what happens with us. And think about people who feel depressed when they yes. feel, you know, alone. That's really what has happened. They've detached themselves. They feel like the, that people have detached themselves from them, but actually they've detached themselves from people and also mm-hmm. certainly from the relationship with themselves and the relationship with God. Yeah, and you can do that and still be in a crowded room because we don't really connect with our bodies, I think we connect more with our minds and our spirits, and that's where the connection takes place in the, in that the, place of that eternal. Uh, so you can be with somebody physically and not be connected to them, at not one little ounce. So it, 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 it again, but from an entrepreneurial perspective, mm-hmm. what would give? Can you give an example of an entrepreneur who is connected? Uh, uh, um, and how they're bi- which would help your business to flourish how would it would it, what would be a sign of entrepreneurs who are connected i think i may hopefully this story will help you um versus give an example of a person if i could give you a story last year and to, well in 2010 uh, me and my siblings and my nieces, nephews, um, it was like four generations that um, launched a scholarship fund in my parents' name. Mm-hmm. And in six weeks, we had $16,000, which was exciting. Wow, well, yes. Yeah, so the next, um, it was within the next year, we actually decided we were going to have another fundraiser. And this fundraiser, um, included Byron Pitts, who wrote the book Step on Step Out on Nothing, which is an absolutely phenomenal book. Um, and he also, you may know him from 60 Minutes, the correspondent, mm-hmm. but he came, he was our keynote speaker, and I needed sponsorship. <laughs> I okay. needed major corporations to give me money. And mm-hmm. so I went out with what I believe to be um, a brand. We had a great product. It was a scholarship for kids at risk who typically would not graduate because of financial reasons. We had a wonderful story. My parents, my migrant worker who went from migrant worker to owning a business, eventually employing about 50 people, and my mother who was also, like my father, a high school dropout and became a minister. So two very great success stories about overcoming challenges, which related to the people we were trying to meet. 
I would call people, get some advice, and then they would say, well, you know, just go ahead and call the person. Tell them I told you to call. I would call them Denise, and I'd go in, and they would say, you sound great, you have a great story, but mm, our money is all allocated. So I went back and I looked at the brand. I said, what's missing here? We have, a, you know, the three components, likability, marketability, and credibility. We have a great marketable product. We have mm-hmm. credibility because we raised 16000 in six weeks, and plus Byron Pitts from 60 Minutes is going to be our keynote speaker. How much credibility do you need? Right. <laughs> but what I realized is we didn't have likability. Ah. People didn't know us. There was no connection from us to them. There was no relationship. So I had to do what I write in my book about. I had to access, um, I had to tap into my access network. See, there's your network and then there's your access network. Your network are the people who know you, love you, adore you, and you can pick up the phone and you can talk to them. Your Mm -hmm. access network is the network of the people that love you, know you, adore you, etc. So I wasn't thinking that. So I picked up the phone and called someone from uh, one of the the banks, and I met with her, and I put in my appeal. She says, no problem. I'd be happy to talk to the gentleman who does the money. Well, before you know it, we had a bank sponsoring us. Then I called another friend who knew somebody at a retail store. Mm -hmm. He says, well, I don't take care of the money piece, but I know the person that does. I'll talk to him. Got an appointment before you know it. They were a sponsor. <laughs> and then, so what does this all mean for entrepreneurs? Had I not had my inner circle of people and had a relationship strong enough that they believed in me, the product, and what mm-hmm. I was doing, they would have never introduced me to their friends who I'd never seen a day in my life. Yes. Who now have become a part of my network. Mm-hmm. And so without that, I would not have been able to. Um, get like four or five sponsors. I can't remember, but it did include Walmart, M&T Bank, CAI Corporation. Yeah. Uh So what does that mean for an entrepreneur? Same concept. You're trying to get through the door. Well, more than likely you have somebody in your circle that knows somebody that knows somebody that can get you in the door, but instead you're banging at the door. And instead of saying, excuse me, do you have a key for the door? (laughs) trying to find somebody who has the key. Stop knocking at the door that's locked by yourself. And, you know, especially as African-Americans, we're really not taught the power of networking like um, other groups, Yeah, uh, specifically white people. You know, mm-hmm. with all due respect, you know, people say we're all human beings. Yeah, we are, but we we have different cultures and different ways yes. and different comfort levels and doing certain things. Because in our culture, we are typically taught to be very disciplined and don't cross lines. Mm-hmm. Where they have a different level of freedom because of really what it, it's out there. It's always, I mean, think about it. We're just now, we just now elect our first black president. And yeah, I'm not well, trying yeah. to make this into a race issue. I want people right. to understand there are some cultural differences. Right. And we have to learn, one, to, 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 cross, to step across the line ourselves, but also teach our children to step across those invisible barriers that have been created since slavery. Mm-hmm. 
So true, so true. I was going to say historically that we network in we network in in some ways, but uh, a lot of big big corporations were started uh, a simple phone call, and then it took off. It took and then it took off. I think of Steve Jobs and his friend in in their in the garage, and I think of how Napster took off. Two teenagers uh, chatting on the on the internet, and then a, a major firm is created. But yeah, just networking with somebody in the same way Facebook. <laughs> we could go down the yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We, it, it, there's a difference in re- networking and relationship building. Networking is really, you know, I'm coming in and I'm trying to see what I can get from you and how we can work together. Relationship is really, I want to understand you. Let me let me share mm-hmm. with you this, and this is the thing as African Americans we don't get. White people build relationships. Black people network. <laughs> Do you know how I got I developed the relationship with the lady who these are all white people who are helping me by the way. Mm-hmm. I was playing golf with her. I wasn't I was you know I built a relationship with her. We went out to eat. I you know we 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 didn't talk business we talked you know about her granddaughter about her I'm sorry not granddaughter her niece um, who's now living with her because of what happened to her niece and her husband. You know, the, the, the secrets of the family, you know, I hold. So I have a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so oftentimes, you know, trying to really, you know, networking is I call you one time and then I don't hear from you again until you want something from me. Yeah, that, that, that's not good. <laughs> Do you, do you get the difference in the yes. power yes. of relationship building and how we network with people? And I'm not saying I'm, we use the word networking all the time, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad word. I'm saying that we've used it, but we probably have almost overused it because we really don't know, you know, how to do it and make it work for us the way that we should. I mean, think about all the relationships you have out there. Just think about your database. I mean, I have probably I have a database just in my phone alone of about twenty five hundred people. Mm-hmm. Think about if and when I think about that, you may have five hundred, four hundred, three hundred. You may have five thousand. Think about how you build relationship with those people. What do you do to build relationship with them? Oh well, you keeping anybody, you know, for any of our listeners, any any entrepreneur, any individual, you keep in touch with people. You ask them questions about themselves. You listen to what they have to say, and and genuinely, you have a genuine, and I do mean a genuine interest in the person, which is one of the one of the things about hearing about networking so much that I think one of the downsides is it doesn't focus on genuine relationships yeah. where you would still stay in touch with the person if they never bought your product. Absolutely. I will, I will share this story too about and and let me say this, this is something I had to learn. I'm learning this is next level stuff for me because, you know, I was networking. I wasn't relationship building. Recently, I, t- I attended a conference, and you know when you go to conferences, there's like three, four, five hundred people there. 
And um, I met a lot of people, um, collect a lot of cards, reached out to every person, but there's only one person that I'm building a relationship with. And that's fine. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's her inner circle. But this is the point. I chose somebody that I thought was genuine, that I thought we had a lot in common, etc. Well, she works for a major corporation, and instead of me saying, you know, I really would like for your corporation to sponsor this, or I would really, I didn't ask her for anything. I said, hey, you want to hang out sometime? So the other night, we we decided to get together, and we went to um, uh, World Live Cafe. We listened to, we talked about life, we talked about relationships, we talked about being single women, we talked about, you know, some of the things that are happening in the African-American community that concerns us, we talked about our parents, we talked about them aging, we talked about, I mean, just, so what do you think, how do you think, how easier do you think it would be for me to go to her and ask her, you know, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. Can I get some feedback? Oh, yeah. It, 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 I don't hear from her, and yeah. or she didn't hear from me. And then I email her at one point, hey, I'm working on this. You know, not to say that she wouldn't meet with me, but the relationship is different. Mm-hmm. But go mm-hmm. ahead. Um, um, I also wanted to... I definitely want to get to talking about your new book. I okay. definitely and 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 yes, I do agree completely. It relationships uh, versus networking. Even if you don't keep in touch with people, there there are people that I work with uh, that I generally sort of put give give them uh, whether it's in a in a magazine. I've I've reached out to folks I know in business. And if I'm writing for a new magazine, I'll tell them, "Hey, I want to feature you in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to." And it's it's not for me; it's completely for them. They're the ones that's going to benefit 100. percent I'm not going to get hardly anything out of it, but um, I will swing well, you- back to people who pop up in my mind once I if I get a, a, a new client that I'm writing for. I'd like to feature you. I want to feature you first. I want to feature you. And they constantly thank me for doing that, and then I've built relationships with people that way as well but it's important to uh, to not only ask people for things uh, when you're either networking in a relationship but also to give as well cuz i think um generally with people i network with i try to do both i try to do both i wanted to ask you next what if you could tell us for off the shelf listeners they they mm-hmm. they've heard us talk about relationships versus networking they've heard us talk about how to give people a clearer idea about our products and services they've they've heard us talk about uh uh working with others rather than trying to m- make a go of it completely on your own uh, uh I now want to want you to for our listeners who are sitting back saying but I don't know who S. Renee Smith is, and I don't know what she offers. Could you tell mm-hmm. us about some of the services that you offer uh, mm-hmm. to clients through your business? Sure, sure. Um, several things. There's several things that if I can revisit something, because I want to, I want to, if I can offer something to um, Denise, and I'm going to definitely answer your question. 
there was something you said that keeps just ringing in my head that I want to offer everybody in terms of possibly, possibly opening people up. One of the things you said is that people were on LinkedIn, people were talking about why is it so hard for books, for uh, publishers to... Um, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, why, they, they were asking why do agents turn down good books? Okay, why do agents turn down good books? While we spend our time asking a question why agents are turning down our work, why aren't we building our own network? And that's mm-hmm. where I'm thinking, like in terms of opening people up. I mean, we are in a in a. It doesn't even you don't even need an agent today. You don't need no. It. Right. And so we're asking questions of yesterday's issue. Mm-hmm. We're not really and and I will tell you the reason why I'm saying this is my market opened me up to this. And I'm hoping to open other people up to this thinking. My market said you're not thinking about me. You're thinking about the traditional ways of doing things and I need you to think about me. Me and how I operate and how you can reach me. And so by us by us having conversation, by us investing our energy on why aren't agents, why are agents turning down books, who cares why they're turning down books? Why don't we talk about what are the outlets out there where I can get my book placed? So I just want to open us up in terms of our dialogue and conversation and where we put our energy because where the direction that we face and the energy that we're putting out there is what we're going to be creating. And the higher thought today is really around what can I create, what are the venues that I can create it, where is the market, and how are they going to respond to me, not who can help, who do I need to get to to turn me down and I spend all the energy going to 25 people before. No, if you sell 25, 30,000 copies, you ain't going to have to worry about the agents will find you. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, that's, that. yes. It's oh, about yeah. empowerment today, everyone. Mm-hmm. It's about yourself. That's the greatest part of what happened during the shift. The shift is basically over. We are now on the other side of the shift, in case people don't know it. And just to the point I'm about to make, that conversation is the other side of the shift. It's not being on the front, the, the new side of the shift. You know, people who are talking about that didn't shift. And if you don't, if you didn't shift, that means you got lost in the shift. And if you got lost in the shift, then you need to be on shows like yours, listening to people who are saying, "I'm on the other side of the shift. Come on, come on, I'm going to pull you over here, so that you can take ownership of your power." Because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what that's what the shift was about. It was about giving the power to the people. And what yeah. did Jesus come here for? To give the power to the people. Mm-hmm. So, well, I didn't we, always, go off on we always had it just to recognize that we have it. We always had absolutely, it. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But the rules and regulations of this world system did create an oppression. It did. It, it created an, an oppression with the people because, to your point, we had it, but we weren't able to recognize it because of the oppression. But mm-hmm. now, with the use of the Internet and other technology, nobody can scream oppression because for free you can do a lot of things that you can never do yes. before. It doesn't, so that money isn't an issue anymore like it used to be. 
Mm-hmm. So, so at any rate, I don't want to get on a tangent, but I wanted to address that because that kept pressing. Like you really, okay. this okay. is really about power, personal power and ownership and having mm-hmm. the courage to, to grab a hold of it and run and putting your energy in the right direction so that you can become a creator. Oh, so, yes. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, tell us, tell us. Tell us. I take people, I am the bridge that um, helps people cross to a higher level of thinking and awareness for the personal, professional, and spiritual growth. I am a bringer of change. So if you are feeling stuck in any area of your life, I bring the change. I get you. I help you to find what the challenge is. I get you on, on the right track, and then I move you on to the next person that has showed up on the planet to help you to get even to another level. But my area is shifting you and your thinking and and how you are actually currently operating so that you can get into another way of thinking. And and, uh, to your point, I do a lot through illustrations and things like that um, because people learn in, in different ways. So that's the um, that's the part in in uh, in, sh- in helping people to to shift in their thinking. There are three air- core areas of the personal development: courage, confidence, personal accountability. How can you begin to own your life? How can you develop the confidence to live your life? And how can you take ownership of the things that you have created that are coming in and out of your life and just, you know, kind of clean it up if you need to. And then the branding piece, um, once you're kind of you're cleaned up, you know who you are, where you're going, how you're going to get there, you need a brand. Um, whether you're a mom, a stay-at-home mom, you have a brand. Your children see you a particular way. Your husband mm-hmm. sees you a particular way. You need to understand how they see you. Can I offer a suggestion? Can I offer sure, an exercise sure, for them? Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, oftentimes we don't always know how people see us. And it's important without attachment that you ask people, you know, how do you see me? What do you think my brand is? And, you know, if you're kind of embarrassed to go and ask, you say, I don't want to ask people. Give me three adjectives to describe me. Like it sounds kind of like I'm all about me. Well, then say, I am really trying to grow and become a better person. Can you list for me three things that describe me or three ways that you perceive me to be? And I would collect them maybe three to five people. And when you look at the adjectives, more than likely you're going to see some consistencies. Yes. And the ones that are most consistent, take out the three that are most consistent, that's really where your brand is. And then you can decide on, shall I shift and go in a different direction? Am I going in the right direction? How can I better solidify in the minds of people? You know, just begin to really you know, work on that piece. And that's one little quick exercise that you can do that's a lot of fun. It's self-discovery, but it's also how people perceive you. Because even though we live from a place where I don't care how what people think about me, <laughs> I just want to be me, <laughs> that's fine that you just want to be you, but you want to be you by yourself. <laughs> right. You have to understand that, you know, we live in a world of cohesiveness and that um, you want to be you, and that's important, but you also want to know 
how the you, where your market is for the you, because you don't want to marry the wrong person. You don't want to be targeting the wrong people. You don't want to be in the wrong church. You, you want to be in the right space that fits for mm-hmm. you and that you were you were destined to fit. Okay. I want to talk about, I, I cannot believe how fast this show is going. <laughs> I have so many questions I want to ask oh, you. Sorry. Oh, my goodness, we are more than halfway through. No, I wanted to ask you next, for for our off-the-shelf listeners, and I mm-hmm. think of myself, if I'm tuning into a show and I'm thinking about w- possibly working with somebody, when you mm-hmm. do your services, services you offer, if somebody were to call you and say they wanted to work with you, mm-hmm. do you sit down with people, let's say for an hour a week, do you are you on the phone with them? Do are you doing uh, are you doing uh, web web seminars? How are you bringing the information across oh, to the wow. client? Good good question. So you're talking about in terms of coaching. That sounds more like a coaching. Like when I'm doing one on one coaching, are you talking about like corporation? Yeah, when you do your when you do your one on ones. When you okay. do your group, you're doing more like a, a conference presentation. But when you're doing your one-on-ones, if a client wanted to work with you one-on-one, mm-hmm. how are you delivering the information to the client? Okay. Typically by phone or Skype. Okay. Um, And then email communication. Mm-hmm. So that's how we are – that's how the coaching process shows up. Okay. Um, um, now, I think that you're. I, it almost sounds like, and I could be wrong. How do I get to that space? Like, what happens before? What is the process before I get to that space? Or were you? No, I was just. I was just wanting for our off-the-shelf listeners who were thinking, I'd like to. I I I think I could benefit from working with S. Renee Smith to know. Okay, how are we going to connect? How is she going to deliver? This information that'll benefit me to me, so that you did you just clearly said you either email okay. telephone or, or 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 skype now for 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 our our, our listeners who again may be saying I, they're even more interested in working with you, can you tell us about maybe you can't give the name two to three companies because sometimes you listen to people, particularly with the internet, you hear everybody tell you. That how awesomely wonderful they are. They've done a gazillion of this and a gazillion of that, and it's not always the case. I mean, I know you're sincere. I I know that, but for our off the shelf listener who may not, mm-hmm. can you mm-hmm. tell us about two to three companies you've worked with, even if you don't give the name, and how you helped them achieve a greater business? Oh wow. Okay, I will use an example. I work with Bank of America employees. First, I want to say that over 98% of my clients are repeat clients, and over over six years I've had over 50 clients, and they're repeat clients. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like I go one time. I go four and five times back to clients, mm-hmm. so that's an indication. I went to Bank of America, spoke to about 100. There were probably about 150 um, people in the room, Um after it was over, they made a commitment to bring me back, and we're working on, 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 on that piece. But I had gotten several emails, and one of the emails was from a lady that was in the room that day. And she said, for the first time in my life, I felt empowered wow. to live my passion. 
Wow. And she said, I decided that I was going to start applying for a job that I knew I would absolutely love. Oh, my goodness. And she got her resume together. She started applying, and she started getting interviews. And she said, as an update, I haven't gotten the job yet, but I want you to know I feel empowered to go and get it. Wow. And that was with a 30-minute session just on thinking and self-empowerment and really beginning to, to your point, Denise, when you talked about the exercise with the box that's on srenee.com, the, you know, just getting people to get out of the box, getting them to get out of themselves and getting more into themselves, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you're really dealing with not the who you really are, you're dealing with all the issues that you've dealt with all your life, and you have yet to understand why they showed up and how they can, sh- how they can, can serve you moving forward and how they can be packaged to be a product for others. Because I believe, and I wrote a chapter on it in The Bridge to Your Brand, our pain is our purpose. Now, that's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but in most mm-hmm. cases, um, our pain is our purpose. And so if we begin to uh, – so that's that's one piece. I don't want to get too far, far off. That's just an example. Um, mm-hmm. Also, there was an executive there. Now, this was this – was, it's just mind-boggling to me. There was an executive. executive who actually worked in the home office. I'm talking about an executive executive. And uh, I was talking to him the other day, and I was following up because, again, they want me to come back and do some work for them. And in talking, um, he was saying, you know, really, he wants to get into his purpose and his passion and do what he really was sent to the planet Mm -hmm. to do. And this is all a part of the shift that happen. And people mm-hmm. are on the other side of the shift that understand what happened in the spiritual realm over the last three years, the the natural disasters, the the economic downfall, all of that was all to help us to see what's really important to in life and really get us to a point of our passion <clears throat> and of of great service. Yes. And and and, and it it like all things our creator does it 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 has worked and it continues to work what what renee mm-hmm. uh, uh are some of the pillars to brand development i have heard the brand 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 it's mm-hmm. got to be for over 15 years i have heard that concept what are some of the pillars to building to brand development okay um, when you say pillars, you're talking about, can can I give you like a five-step process? Is that sure. what you're talking about? Okay. Um, very quickly, the first step is you have to n- learn the work that you're called to do. Oftentimes people um, feel this, something rises up inside of them, they start running with it. And oftentimes it's not really what they should be running with. It's just an idea, not a passion. Mm-hmm. And so you have to really learn the work that you believed you're called to do. Do like Jesus did. Go and learn under the great teachers first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, we all <laughs> – I'm sorry. You know, um, so 
basically, that's the first step. The second step is to test your stamina and your ability to seriously do the work. Because we start things and then, you know, it's like getting on oh, the highway. Oh, my goodness. Down. And you, you couldn't have said that at a better time. It's around New Year's. Oh, how, oh. Now, I don't do it anymore, but how many people, that's why you see all these weight loss ads on TV, because the weight loss companies know everybody and their brother has said they're going to get in shape, and they know to do these ads in January, because come April, mm -mm, people are going to have fallen off. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to share this really quick. This might be a great time oh, to share it. Um, we And I told you the goal was to have it launched for this show, before this show, um, the CoachSRenee.com website. But I encourage people to sometime probably at the end of today to go there and register to receive 10 free audio downloads. Wow. And it will – they are going to absolutely – I believe it is – they are game changer for a lot of oh, people. Yeah, you, I mean, you, I you, took – as you know, I you haven't heard from me in emails because I took time off to really spend figuring out not my direction, but really how to you know connecting with God and really um, making some some serious decisions. I think that needed to be made, but also to be able to have a voice for the people and to help them. But I want to really very 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 quickly um, give you. Um, the the first five, can't give you the second five, but I'm going to give you the first five. The, the first one is answering the call. The second one is vision lost in the fear. The third one is golf in the new frenzy. The fourth one is confronting the accuser. And the fifth one is wanting to go shopping or want to go shopping. And those five are going to get you started in that whole piece of not the new year. Oh, it's a new year. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh-uh. New Year, it was. It's another day. What happened yeah. if you didn't deal with last year's stuff that is blocking you from moving forward? It's just going to follow you. You may have this great idea, but you know you don't have the stamina. You haven't built the capacity, and you haven't cleaned out your space to be able to um, sustain mm. it. So <clears throat> that's the second step. The third step is to find someone you know who knows what you know about you. Jesus had John the Baptist. <laughs> Who was crying in the wilderness? <laughs> yes. So you too need someone that is going to be your voice and say, you know, this person is dynamic. This person has, you know, a great message. This person can help you. They have a great product, etc. It doesn't have to be fifty people because we want we want the masses before we get one. Mm -hmm. Just get one good person that has credibility themselves. The next step is to build a team of imperfect people but yet trusted followers. So, um, you know, you want people that you can trust, who trust you, who believe in you, that you can debrief, let them know what's happening. There's not jealousy. It's not contention. They're not trying to be you. You ain't trying to be them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you really have, you know, I would say, you know, 12 to 15 people that really can help carry your voice and not in competition with you. Right. And the fifth step is to give your audience a reason to preserve your your product, your expand your message, etc. 
you have to give them a reason because you have a great product, because you're a great person, you're honorable, you understand integrity lines, um, that you understand your own voice, you know who you are. You don't throw yourself out there and say, you know, this is who I am, and your values don't represent that, your behavior. You know, it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, not to pick on ministers, but this is a quick example that comes to mind. I know we're running out of time, but sometimes, you know, you say, I'm, I'm called to preach, I'm called to be a minister, and then, you know, you still like running men and women, whoever, whatever yeah. it is that you do. Well, yeah. you know, that doesn't fit the values of the people who follow ministers. So don't do it. Find right. something else to do. If you want to be a speaker, be a speaker, but don't get into a pulpit. <laughs> right. You know, just, you know, I mean, look at um, some of the, I won't name any, look at some of the, the, right. the who have big mm-hmm. brands out here. They have mm-hmm. no integrity. They're doing anything and everything. They get married. They stay married for 10 days. That's their values. That's fine for them. There's a market that absolutely loves that. But then there's a market, so you got to know what you want, what your values are, and they'll cross those. those that there, there's a market that will follow those values. So don't feel mm-hmm. like you have to stay within what your traditional tre- teachings. I'm not here to judge you based on that. Right. You just do what you want to do according to your values. So that's kind of like a, a five-step process, but it has to start with who am I? Why am I here? What are my values? What am I here to do? What are what? is my market, where is my market, what is the problem of my market, and how do I provide a solution. So I think I and I want to say, Evan. and thank you, and I want to say to our off-the-shelf listeners again, I encourage you to go to srene.com, and that's S-R-E-N-N-E.com, again, S-R-E-N-E-S-R-E-N-E-E.com, srene.com. If you just watch that one video on her main page, you will see that generally there's really not a lot of new things under the sun, but she presents she presents things in such a way that you can get it, and you might get it for the first time because she presents it in a way you might not have ever seen it before. And that's one thing about I will say about uh, about you that is is extremely unique. You present things in a way that people may not have seen or heard from it before, and they can grab something right away. And so that's one of the huge, huge benefits, I think, in working with S. Renee Smith. As we only have about six minutes left, I wanted to ask you a few other questions. Number one, where can off-the-shelf listeners get copies of your books? And if somebody wanted you to come speak at their organization, how could they contact you? Sure. Um, com is a great starting place, I think, to your point, um, S-R-E-N-E-E.com. Um, it's a great starting place. Let me give you my number as well, 302 736 but on the website, there is a request S. Renee page where you can fill out, let me know who you are, what your needs are, et cetera. So that's a, that's a starting point. Number two, I wanted to share with you, there is a products page on srenee.com where you can go and look at the products, et cetera. The books, there is more inside. Um, it's on Amazon. It's 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 out there, very similar to what you were talking about, Denise, with your book. So if you just Google it, you can go on my website, but also uh, Amazon.com. It's also on Kindle and all the other nooks and crannies. No, nooks. 
It's on Nook <laughs> Reader. <laughs> okay. And um, and so because it's on Smashboard, so um, that's the way you can uh, uh, purchase that. And also the new book, The Bridge to Your Brand: Likeability, Marketability, Credibility. And both books are not just books, but they're workbooks. And I want to um, encourage you again to um, register when you go to srenee.com, <clears throat> excuse me, please, register to um, receive the Inner Circle newsletter, but also visit, because the Inner Circle newsletter will give you a link once the website is up and running to Coach S. Renee, 10 free audio downloads that you'll get every day to kind of get you on track in terms of the training. And there's no cost whatsoever. And then if you decide there's an offer there for the audio, there is more inside book for like two ninety nine. So if you you're like, well who is this girl S. Renee and what is she about? And what is her voice about? And she says she can help me to be more confident and make better decisions, clear out my space. You know, for two ninety nine for less than three bucks, you can you can try out the voice. And actually you can try out the voice for free. Ten, mm-hmm. 10 days for free, and uh, you'll be getting information uh, about how to, uh, you know, answer the call and, you know, don't lose your vision throughout the year and, and all that good stuff. And that is, I think that the don't lose your vision throughout the year, I, I oh, my goodness, I January the 1st does something to people. It's, it's something good, but it generally does, like you said, you, you, don't, you don't have the stamina, you don't maintain it, which is unfortunate, so... That is such a key benefit for somebody working with you that they can receive. If they could keep that same momentum going that they had at the first week of January through the year, wow, wow, what they would have at the end of yeah. the year. And, again, I, I, I encourage you again to off-the-shelf listen. If you just hear her speak one time, you will see through the through the um the imagery that she uses, her humor, uh, you can connect with easily with her and what she's saying and understand what what she is saying. And 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 S. Renee Smith has worked with youth, uh, college students, as I said, and with people in major corporations, individuals, and group of people. We got less than three minutes. What do you think will be the greatest opportunity for businesses in 2012? The greatest opportunity is the Internet. It is <clears throat> becoming aware that there are no boundaries. Becoming aware. Stop depending on somebody else to do what you can do for yourself. And really, the greatest opportunity really is yourself and the power that is within. And when you understand that, when you understand who you are, uh, you know, uh, the power that is within, when you understand, when you capture your own vision, you know, when you mm-hmm. um, begin to understand the value of your vision. And I will share with you uh, this really, really quick. Wise people take their problems, worries, and anxieties and convert them into tools for themselves and resources for others. And that's wow. something that God had given me on December 29th um, mm. that – we have to be in a position now to convert our problems, worries, and anxieties, and they become our tools, but then they become resources for other people. That's where the power is. Wow. And, and I, I cannot thank you enough again, uh, S. Renee Smith, for being here with us, 
She is an educator, a motivational speaker. She is an image consultant. She can help you with your brand, and she's also the author of There's More Inside and The Bridge to Your Brand. You can find her at srenee.com, and she will be launching her new website, coachsrenee.com, shortly. So you can also go over there, and she's going to give free uh, you can listen to free audio uh, messages from her for 10 days, and I think that's a great uh, marketing tool because I think after just a few days you may well decide to get even more from her as she's going to give you so, so, so much yourself. Again, the author of The Bridge to Your Brand, There's More Inside. She's online at srenee.com now. And she will also be launching a new website, CoachSRenee.com. You can get her books online or offline. If you don't see it in the stores, just ask the clerk uh, for it. And if you want her to speak at an organization, she is an excellent, phenomenal, outstanding speaker. You can go to SRenee.com, and then there's a form she said you can fill out so that you can contact her and she can come speak uh, for an organization. She also does one-on-one coaching Again, I, you you have to go. You have to hear her to see just how much she offers. So I want to thank Esther Renee Smith for being here with us today, and I want to thank each of you, our awesome off the shelf listeners, for being here. Those of you at BlakeRadio.com and those of you at, at at Blog Talk Radio, really appreciate you being here. Please come back next Saturday, eleven o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time, where we will bring you another awesome guest who is going to enrich and empower your life and may give you just what you have been looking for. As I always tell you, you are so awesomely blessed. You are so incredibly valued. Go and create a marvelous, marvelous day for yourself. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, S. Renee. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I wish you phenomenal, phenomenal success. See you guys next Saturday, 11 o'clock. Bye for now. Renee, I'll shoot you an email. Okay, great. Bye-bye.